goodness. <laughs> Here we are. Hello. Welcome to Brain Candy, episode 453. Sarah, mm-hmm. how are you? Oh, I'm doing well, Suze. How are you? <laughs> Fine, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, it's almost fall. Well, I guess it is technically. What is it technically fall? Oh, I looked this up the other day. Uh, What's the September. Tw- it's either twenty first or twenty second. Okay, this so year. it's not technically fall. Yes, let me see. First day of fall. Let's see if the internet can curse. Oh, it's September 22nd. I was right my first guess. Okay. I think it's Nailed one of those it. things where the year sucks so bad that everyone's sort of like, is it uh, fall yet? Like we want yeah. it to go <gasps> faster kind of? Well, here's what Ren and I decided yeah. is the, the only logical thing to do. <laughs> go heavy on the holiday decorations. Oh. And here's why. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing marking the changing of time, like passing of yeah. time. Yeah. It feels like Groundhog's Day every day, and yeah. we're like stuck inside, and we're like not going out because we, you know, we live in a freaking busy city, and <clears throat> and also because there's a pandemic going on. Do you think like do. maybe you'll bust out the spooky stuff early? Oh, I w- we were talking about it yesterday, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we need to go." Here's what we do: we do like light fall, like kind of like you know, transitioning into fall (laughs) and then we go heavy spooky and then we go back to more like a classic fall for like the November. And then Uh we go, we were totally talking about this yesterday and he was like, yeah, let's kick it off like mid September. And in my, in in my mind that like translated to mid October because I was like, he wouldn't say September. That's like (laughs) right now. And then I was like, well, I was thinking like October 1st. He goes, or we can wait. And I was like, wait a sec. Wait, what did did you say? He was like, September. uh, I was like, yeah, let's roll with that. We're yes. doing that. Yes. Okay, good. And I'm like so excited. We we spent a considerable number of minutes talking outside <laughs> last night on our balcony uh, while That's sipping wine nice. about how we were going to decorate for Halloween and like how we're going to replace um, cause there are really great, like online, like Etsy shops right now. Well, all the time yes, where yes. people take beautiful photographs and like cool spooky stuff and you can download the, the files, you know, and like just print them, yeah. like freaking print them from your printer, get them printed at like, I've got Kinko's downstairs, what else? And, uh, <laughs> And we're going to replace, like, all of our picture frames with, like, spooky photos. Wow. You, yeah. I mean, you must be so happy that you found someone who oh. jives with you on that level. I mean, Annie Camps? Come on. <laughs> Annie what? Camps. <laughs> right, right. Come on. He Come loves on. games. I mean, it's Camp. perfect. It's a match made in heaven, I'm telling you. Uh, like you say, I better not fuck this up. No, for real. But I know you won't because you, that's, like not what yeah, you do yeah I'm you're trying. the opposite you cling on for dear life forever. oh for dear life i'm like not letting you go and oh, i have yeah. to be like sarah wrap it up <laughs> but in this case i will never say that because it yes. really is a perfect match oh thank you and i wouldn't say yes, it if it weren't true I, it is i think about that every day i'm like oh yes he's my puzzle piece he's my perfect person is there any way that you guys are opposites because i can't even mm. think of an example of that like maybe your sleep habits uh, in like, but I've, ch- I mean, I've changed. Well, yeah, you have come a long way. I, know. I have, but, but I do, I think when we have a house, I might have to go back because I do notice <laughs> that I'm like the most creative between the hours of midnight and like 3am. And that's where Christ. I'm like heavily artsy, like super crafty. And when, you know, you can't really do that in a small apartment when you know right your partner's sleeping right there you can't be getting out the sewing machine and stuff no you can't Mm -hmm. you can't so that and like i mean yeah 
like really not in any ways. That's so good. I'm just happy for you. Uh, no, we like the same movie too. Yeah. I mean, differences are great and everything. I would say we're uh, like, he, when the dishes are dirty, he likes to leave them on the counter and I like to put them in the sink. That's about it. Right. <laughs> like there are differences and quirks and stuff, but there's yeah, nothing that I would like say you're humans. opposite, like odd couple. Yeah. No opposites. Yeah. No, oh yeah. Not like, um, uh-uh. you know, he's indoorsy, I'm outdoorsy or he's like. Well, and you're both social. Yes, definitely. Like, whereas Adam is quiet and I'm not. You know. Yeah. Oh, but no, Adam is not. Here's the thing. Adam in the re- like when we're hanging out, he's <laughs> super so and he's so freaking funny. He just like <laughs> needed the right audience, people who would actually appreciate him. And yeah, now he's, like his policy is like he does not cast his pearls to swine. Right. And, so, and that's a good policy. <laughs> it's a good policy. So I'm like throwing him at everyone. <laughs> pearls, <laughs> pearls, so pearls, pearls for all. Right, right, take, take me for everything I'm worth. Come tune into my show of pearls. <laughs> right, whereas he's very discerning and won't show oh, you his cards, funny. which I think is good. Yes. Okay. Um, you know how I have a bird obsession? Yes. Um, well, I read this fun article that said that when birds mm-hmm. are high on opioids... <laughs> First question. <laughs> yeah. getting birds yeah. high? Go on. Go um, on. When birds are high on opioids, they sing like jazz. Get out! <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is adorable? really... Well, yeah, and it kind of like m- makes you wonder... Mm-hmm. About jazz musicians. <laughs> Well, like, even if it's just, okay, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Van Gogh, although he's, like, not necessarily the pioneer of Impressionist art, mm-hmm. his art kind of evolved into, or devolved or evolved, well, mm-hmm. kind of both, into being something that was almost like a reflection of his mental illness. Yeah. And then everybody copied that. Right. So could music played by an artist that's <laughs> under the influence and everybody's like, whoa, that's cool. I'm new, sure that's happened. Then inspire that. I bet that's most music. I bet that's probably a lot of creative stuff. <laughs> right. Well, this is why would... I got to stay up till 3 a.m., people. <laughs> right. You got to sing jazz, baby. Not because I'm crazy or taking opioids. <laughs> <laughs> just to let the record show. Just because like, I could be creative. Well, they were trying to dis- discern whether... Um, they were trying to figure out why birds sing, right? So they know that they might be marking their territory or protecting their nest or... Or um, communicating with other birds, some sort of message like, hey, there's food over here or whatever. Oh but my they, God, I never thought about why the heck they do that. <laughs> well, they wanted to know, do they also sing when they're happy or is it just yeah, communicating Yeah, that's like what I thought they were doing is just singing when they were happy. Okay, so you assume That's like the only th- communication I thought they were doing. Well, it sure as heck sounds happy. <laughs> it does, but you didn't think they were talking to each other? It was just like, a solo thing? Like mating... Mm, happy mating or yeah because you know like when a dolphin's just like hanging out and like swimming around he's like "Eh." oh you know maybe they're communicating too for sure they all are yeah so yeah like mating or like community sending yeah communicating but also just like home and happy tune right like (laughs) happy tune. well it turns out you were right that they do in fact sing when they're just sort of happy 
And oh. that's how they tested it. They gave them some happy drugs oh. and they started chirping away. And they also, like, chirp. Yeah, they did like a chirp, a chirp, a Yeah, they were scatting. They're scatting. Right. Tweet, 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 This is what people listen for. Like, just Sarah's nonsense. That's really fun. I also am not on opioids or anything like that right now. It's just you normal. just regular. Are you totally sober? I mean, a, a lot of caffeine. I did have a oh, lot of caffeine. Okay. Yeah, that usually happens. What is your caffeine intake? I'm curious about this. It go. It's it's up and it, sometimes I'm either like all in mm-hmm. or not. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, like do you yeah. get hooked or are you just get in a habit or something. More like in a habit, and yeah. then it feels like like if it feels like something to do when yeah, I'm just right, sitting right, at right. the desk, you know. Do you and think often, some people yeah. are immune to caffeine? Because uh, my mom swears she is. Uh, no, no, but <laughs> I think some people who have, uh, who maybe are experiencing the effects of mm-hmm. ca- like the same physiological effects because of other things, like mm-hmm. maybe they're highly anxious or like that they, it's, it's just, it's kind of like, Maybe the difference between zero and like fifty percent is like very noticeable, but the difference between like fifty percent and sixty percent is like <laughs> right. very th- like little right. notice. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Yeah, but, and it makes sense because Peg you know. always seems like she's singing jazz. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say my mom's really probably the same too. Yeah, they're like high energy people. But then if I told oh, there, I, cause your mom drinks a lot of caffeine though, right? Yeah. She loves okay, it. Okay. Cause I think both my mom and your mom, if they were to quit cold Turkey. Oh, totally. It would be, they would. And then if they were to quit cold Turkey and then have it. Yeah. They would be like, Whoa, <laughs> what is this? Because like the, 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 the baseline is already, they're just like used to it. Yeah. Cause that's what I did. I quit for, for like a month. And then right. I had it again, and I, it's like I was like, world. "Oh my god, I'm going to actually have a heart attack." I was like, <laughs> "Is this what my, how fast my heart beats regs? Oh shit!" Yeah. So yeah, you can really tell. So that that's yeah, I could tell, but only if I'm not on it, and then come back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, All right, so birds are high, Sarah is high, my mom's high, everybody's high. Uh, <laughs> not really. Okay, oh, so this funny. is my late, my latest obsession is um, the documentary. I've been waiting months for it to come out, and I even what? signed I signed up for their newsletter just so I'd know when it was released. Class yeah. Action Park. Do you remember Class me telling you about this? Action. 
Refresh my memory. Okay. Why can I remember everything else we ever talk about? You'll okay. remember, I think, yes, when I yes, describe yes. it. Go, 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 In go. upstate New York, there is there was this theme park called Action Park that mm-hmm. was like bonkers, right? And this is in the 80s when like we didn't wear helmets and stuff, <laughs> you know? Like <laughs> things were just real loosey-goosey with safety. When we were kind of like, eh, to seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seatbelts optional. Yeah. And so this park sort of represents that period of deregulation in the U- in U.S. history and also just that sort of nostalgic time period. Mm-hmm. And so the documentary for the first hour is just hilarious and fun because you're seeing all this insanity this guy this super rich guy was just like i i would i describe him as lawless just sort of like anything goes and he started out with this slide a water slide where you go down and then and you're in a tunnel a tube and it goes completely around like a loop-de-loop yeah and spits you out Mm -hmm. but um as you might if you work through that in your brain, that's not safe at all. Like to go down a dark tube and go upside down around with water all over the place. Oh my gosh, you go upside. No, that's not safe. Completely upside down. And when they t- opened it up. Oh my God. And then what if you went not fast enough? Yes. You, if you were too small, you couldn't go in it. If you were too big, you couldn't go oh, in for, it. Oh, for Christ's sake. This and is then, like, so terrifying. People would get stuck sometimes, so they had this hatch. And one time they opened the hatch and found all these people's teeth in there because, like, <gasps> when, you go, when, you go, when you go through, sometimes you'd lose oh, teeth. Oh, my. Stop, stop. That is, like, one of the most disgusting things Sarah, that you could have said. Susie, for real. you are mad at me about the snakes. This is, like, way worse. It is way worse because... The first, like I I said, the first hour, everything they say, you're like, oh my God, this is insane. But it's still kind of like fun because people are having a blast and (laughs) jumping off cliffs and like, yeah, they had, he was a very rich man. Yeah. Okay. And he, well, he was a success. I should say he's a successful businessman, but then he got um, funding from another rich guy and combined. It was just like, what? I swear to God. The, there's a character on Bob's Burgers based off of him. There probably is. The, the one, the landlord who owns their building but also owns the wharf where all the games are played and he yeah. wears an eye patch and he's like evil <laughs> and he like makes and he runs like like Ferris wheels and, and theme parks. I bet it was. It like sounds exactly the, like it. And, it's and like so East many Coast-y. of the people that were in the documentary talking about it are now, you know, like Jimmy Kimmel, Jack Oh, it a hundred percent is because all those people have been guest stars on uh, guest voices because they're like kids that grew up in new oh york my god. That, then... that is so cool oh my god but he, i love okay. this extra more because i know this character from bob's burgers this is hilarious <laughs> i love how you've decided that that is now fact no fact i Your swear again, once again prove me wrong show like, <laughs> prove like, me wrong prove you me can't wrong. do it <laughs> okay so there, they had a million different slides. They're all you could fly off of them, like you'd catch oh air. Oh my god! Like, it was just sort so of when you would go, you expected injuries. That's how it was, mm-mm, mm-mm. and it was completely lawless. It's basically what happens when white men are in charge and have no regulations. <laughs> and but the the thing is, after the first hour, that's when it gets sad because people did perish at this place. Oh, oh god! Like, and it truly, they would fly off. And mm. die. Jesus. Have and fun at your own risk. 
Truly. And then That's they would all terrifying. Then the owner had set up a fake insurance company. No. Yeah. And so you'd sue them and they wouldn't nothing would happen because it was not a real insurance company. So you were never gonna get money. Mm. And you know, so people lost their kids and stuff, truly. No. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a crazy, I do not, re- I re- maybe vaguely remember this, but like, not like this. It was such a great documentary because it comes, where it, can you find this? This is on HBO Max and okay, okay. they have a free trial. So like you can, I think two weeks, maybe free trial. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling mm-hmm. you, get the trial just for this because wow, it is so. Wow, that's a big, <laughs> se- that's like a big <laughs> statement. You know why? Because both things are true. Like you see how much fun and how nostalgic and how people talk about it with that sort of twinkle in their eye. Like you get when you talk about your crazy childhood. Yeah. And that's a true thing that they've experienced. But, but for the people whose outcome was different, that's true too and terrible. So I get it that some people had fun and only got minor cuts and bruises, but other people were maimed and killed and broke bones and stuff like that yeah well yeah this that can't happen that's like Like not okay the stories i'm trying to like just not and not in any way justify like people dying but but like why there would even be an interest to keep a place like that open or why like there would be people who wanted to go to begin with well do you know that feeling you have like let's say you're on a normal roller coaster that we talked about in a episode recently and that feeling of adrenaline and f- yes. fight or flight, but you know you're safe. Yes. So these people had that same sense because you think it must be safe, oh, but they were not right. Because it's not like this is happening while you can live tweet it and then all of a sudden this park is trending because somebody died and all of a sudden it gets shut down because, oh my God, how could anybody like this is like you wouldn't even know that somebody died on there mm-hmm. and then you'd come and you'd visit and oh my god that's terrifying when like people would like almost drown and then the lifeguards instead of saying like you can't be in here anymore they would just put a bracelet on them that said like um cfs can't fucking swim <gasps> and then you could still go in everything but they'd know to watch oh my god it was in yeah lawless totally yeah. Oh my and, god. Um, but I anybody that loves sort of that eighties, nineties, like let's look yeah. back at how things were bonkers oh will love god. it. But then it's also so interesting to see the business aspect and then the um the tragedy of it and how families coped with it and mm. the the effects of that. It was really fascinating. So watch that. Like, yeah, I because I'm trying to like think like, okay, well like, you know, Rock climbing is really dangerous and mm-hmm. like, but you know, when you go do that, that's like hard. But this was you know? like negligence this where like, yes, you go down a water like slide totally and there would different. be like a bolt hanging out and you just Oh like- my God. No, that's like my actual, like, I believe I've had this nightmare before. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I can't with that. Like that is because I'm, I'm a safety, like. I'm super cautious anyway. Me too. Like so cautious. I and Ren and I have talked about this. I think it comes from being a camp counselor. You know, oh. because you have to be hyper aware of like a thousand million things that could go wrong and that it's like you're a you know, a parent for 12 8-year-olds for well, like Well, do you think most summer camps oh, are safe? Week. 
No, it's like the same. Oh. I, not like that because it's I, all the same story. It's, it's impossible for it. To it's be. impossible because mm-hmm. nature. It's outside. It's like saying, "Is that climbing that tree safe?" Well, no, not really. But like, do it. You know, yeah. like a, how safe is is anything? We're like lighting fires and you know, like playing with bows and not really bows and arrows. Well, actually, yes, archery. I totally did that. So <laughs> yeah, I was like playing with bows and arrows, but no, we are. So, would you like to hear about a book heist? Why water rolls Ooh. off a duck's back? Oh, <gasps> or the farm boy who invented the television. Oh my god! I know. I'm gonna go duck's back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill patio sunset—hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time! So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. (laughs) Okay, so this was in, I think, probably Smithsonian Magazine. Um, And it was describing the, how a, for example, a duck or any kind of aquatic bird has feathers that are different from the aviation style birds. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're mm-hmm. called. Avians. Oh, avians. Thank you. And so, um, you Got know it. how like right. when you see a feather on the ground, it looks a certain way, but if you pull a feather out of your down comforter, it's like different. Yes. So it's like the under whatever, like yeah, down kind of stuff. Like softy little Oh, furry. I love those. Yeah. And that stuff keeps it really um, warm. That's why we Mm -hmm. use it in our coats and beds and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But the feather density is higher on the water uh, feathers. Mm -hmm. And they have more of what they call barbules. And they keep the water and cold air out. But I can imagine what those are. Those are like the little, each little... branches. Yeah, like they're almost like hair, but like not. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is the gross bit. They, oh no. They <laughs> in addition to having feathers that are designed to keep water and cold air out, they also have this gr- gland on their rump that oh. secretes preen oil. And you oh. know how birds <gasps> preen preening. Yeah. Oh my god. I know they're taking their ass juice and rubbing it all over <laughs> their backs. That's what they're doing, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is what they're doing. So they use this preen oil that comes Ducks out of... Ducks probably smell like shit. <laughs> I can't take it. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> That's your new thing and I love it. <laughs> like instead of admitting that we don't know what we're saying, we're just like, well, prove it. Well, show me how I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, That's so like, the- I think also the same... Uh, 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 approach that the flat earthers have to science. So. <laughs> right. 
I don't know if it's the best thing to do. But. <laughs> oh but my gosh. Hilarious. That's so funny. And like when I see them doing that, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, look at how cute. They're like cuddling with themselves. It I don't know what the hell though. I'm thinking they're doing. I'm like, they're it's like, just butt juice. let me clean up, clean off my little, like I was thinking they were like picking little bugs off there. I don't know. Whatever. Well, are, that's true too, though. They do okay. preen to keep parasites off of them. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Oh, you're not wrong. Which is just gross when you say the word <laughs> parasite. Everything is gross. That's what the article said. But they take their beaks, right, and they rub it on their preen glands, (laughs) and then they spread that oil out. They lube up, man. And it's so important for uh, aquatic birds that they spend 25% of their waking hours preening. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Wow. So there you go. That's That's interesting. Water rolls off a duck's back because it's all fucking oil on it. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. And, like, ew. What is the di- okay? So vet friends out there, yeah, a- and possibly groomers could answer me this too, because like I go get Bo's bum like taken care of, like her anal glands. Oh, yeah. Is this the same kind that. of anal gland situation? Like, you know, like I don't know what what I, I've never seen what comes out. I don't want to. Oh my god, this is disgusting. Why am I, I do about not this? know <laughs> the answer to that, but I bet that it's not because that the. The dog kind is yeah. smells like fish. And d- water, aquatic bird. What the hell do you think a duck smells like? <laughs> you just don't notice because he lives in a pond. And you're like, yeah, he smells like fish yeah, but, because he's swimming around him. I mean, Susie. maybe you're... No, I mean, but I was thinking... This they makes sense. <laughs> I was thinking the duck wouldn't want to put its face in that, but maybe you're right. It makes it even so better. My dog clearly doesn't mind. Oh, she licks it. That's... Ugh. Seuss. All right. I'm on to something here. Like, you're I, right. They I probably think smell I might. Like shit. They, ducks, I really do think, like, what if I just Googled, do ducks smell bad? What do you think will happen? <laughs> do ducks. That we'll learn that they do. Smell. Oh, do ducks smell fit? <laughs> nope. Do ducks smell bad? And. Oh, they sell me duck's meat. I don't want to know about duck meat. Oh, I want to know they about think you want to know alive. about like duck, right? The yeah. D- I, how about do ducks? Mm-hmm. That changes things. Yeah. You don't eat ducks. Do ducks smell bad? Oh, let's see. Ducks do not smell or have odor like chickens. Ducks are. Did chickens oh, have oh, odor? Oh. I never well, knew that. Well, it does say. 10 reasons not to raise ducks on lifeisjustducky.com. Well, remember when know. we had the ducks coming every day? And I'll tell you what, what a mess. It does say a lot that says duck smell. How much does... Per, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Mm-mm-mm. I'm not going to touch one now that I know about their butt gland. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to need somebody who lives in your ducks to go and Yeah, let smell. us know what's cooking. We need some people to do some uh, uh, field research for us. <laughs> It's very important. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think? Did you read about the um, OnlyFans scandal with Bella Thorne? No. I don't Bella really Thorne. even know who she is, but I know she's a Bella famous Thorne. person. Thorne. Yeah. She that does be- sound familiar. Okay, yes. Well, she started an OnlyFans, and she was the first person to make $1 million in a day. Oh, from her my OnlyFans. God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Which, you know, good for her, but... The problem was yeah. she then... I didn't know how OnlyFans works, but I guess 
she sent out a message to all of her followers and were like, mm-hmm. if you want to open this message, you have to pay 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And usually, and she said that, you know, nude pictures, and that's typically what happens with these messages, that uh-huh. if you want to open it, you're going to get a great nude shot. Mm-hmm. But they opened it and she was just in like lingerie. So then everybody wanted their money back, which you oh. can get on OnlyFans if it's like you've been scammed. Mm-hmm. And they were because they were supposedly getting nudes. So then as mm-hmm. a result, OnlyFans had to change their policy so that the limit on private openings was like 50 bucks. And also they were going to hold everybody's money for a month rather than a week. And that wow. hurts sex workers. Oh. Right? So now they're being punished because Bella Thorne's an idiot. Oh, my God. Which is yeah. a bummer. What the hell? Yeah. And she's oh like, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, this makes sense because I saw this, like, thread on Twitter. No, yes, Twitter, where yeah. it was people saying, like, 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 what my OnlyFans really is. And it's, like, me and pictures of my dog. or For like, real? Me- no, it was like, oh, oh, people were joke. like making a joke. Like, okay, you know, okay. how does it like you, you know, surprise, look at my right. OnlyFans. <laughs> right, actually, right, right. actually, it's just pictures of me and my dog. Or, I guess you know, if you did that, artwork, you'd I be did. in big trouble. Is OnlyFans really supposed to be all Yeah, like, I think it's all, nude? you know, X-rated. That's like kind of understood. Thing. It's not like, you know, yeah. huh. Well, I guess, no. I guess you could make yours different as long as every, you told everyone this is what I'm offering you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so she says, like, I'm giving you nudie pics. Yes. Open this oh, for a nude okay. and $200. No, 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 no. She's the one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That really does suck for sex workers. Yeah, I just thought of that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that, <clears throat> that, that puts a lot of, th- like, that um, fills in a lot of holes for me and things that I saw. <laughs> right, like, it, what's going on in OnlyFans? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what's happening in the... I don't know a lot about that. And well, all I know is like you were talking to me about my feet and like saying, yeah. you know, would you ever do a feet, foot one? Yeah, you can and do that. I was, just th- I was thinking like, oh, is it just like people who like, I don't know, want to make exclusive content? But no, it's not that. Okay. Well, Good. it is though, I guess, because really. it could be all feet, which, you know, and then yeah. whatever. But for some people, you know. Because right. like any, who, somebody, some comedian or some, I heard this somewhere. Anything, anything is porn if you jerk off to it. Amen. Right. So, like, point. anything. So, right? Yeah, it depends like, on you. Depends on what you like. If you're objectophiliac, it's the Eiffel Tower that does right. it. So, <laughs> yeah. there you go. What you going to do about that? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more okay next up mm. Okay. One million in one day. Did she, I mean, that's I a lot of she's dough. paying it back. Well, the one million was all legitimate, but then she did the DM separately. Oh. And I guess that was just wow. all taken from her and refunded. She, damn. One. Oh, God. 
Can you That's imagine crazy. making $1 million no, in a day? I can't even imagine making $1 million, Susie. <laughs> Especially when it's like just for pictures of your body. My God, that's great. Yeah, well, I'm all for it that. how you live it. Work it. Mm-hmm. Hey, if worse comes to worse, I'm not above it. I know. you said That's what you said. And what do you have to say? Uh, uh, like, hey, my tits are down here. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I said Sir. I'd be the only stripper who's like just good at it because she's good at making conversation. Yeah, you're like talking to them. Hey, my tits are down here. You know, you can check out my tits, you know. Okay, so a Brainiac had sent me the book heist story because oh. it was actually a book heist in Pittsburgh, where I'm from. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And at a library that I would frequent when I was in grad school, it's the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh. And they had they have a special room. I think it's called the Olive Room. And Oliver, Oliver Room. And you go in there if you're interested in really old, valuable um literary artifacts and mm-hmm. maps and things like that. But when you go in a room like that at a library, you have to sign in. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to make appointments. You have to and like wear gloves, I bet, yeah, right? Yeah, sometimes if it's, you know, if you're going to touch anything, you have to wear like archival gloves. Wow, and, um, cool. leave your bags outside, of course. And there's cameras everywhere. And when you bring the thing back to give, to check it back in, they make sure it's okay. So it's super highly regulated. So when they found that about $8 million in items oh. were missing, they were sort of like WTF. WTF. Because it's almost impossible to yeah. take Inside anything. job. Inside job. Yep. Gotta be. I've yeah. seen enough Oceans movies. <laughs> 11 through 14 or whatever. 9 through 14. I don't even know how many there are. Yes. And That's like, how you do it. This bozo, the nerdy little library guy, librarian, Hmm. um, really just got greedy and uh, thought he could get away with it. And he was like ripping pages out of books and... (gasps) No! Why? For what? That's like... If there were valuable maps inside and stuff, he would take those and then he would take books and he was working with this bookseller who would help him because otherwise how would this you really is straight out it? of a movie this is like it is this they should make a movie out of this because i had just read about the theft too of bad m- the book thief is already taken is that the name of a movie I'm, i think so the book thief is like an uh, uh, like a yeah they can't know, call it book. that or book thief yeah. too yeah um because i had been but, reading you know. about the theft of munch's scream painting which was stolen in oh, 2004 yeah. hey you we never talked about this no we haven't that was something that you were like hey do you want to talk about this and then i picked something else well now's now's the time tell me tell me tell well me, that tell me, tell in me. that case they these guys went in with those um you know, full on masks, but it was during the day and they just held up the security guard at gunpoint and took it out. Oh my God. Well, just the, like, Hey, I want that. Yeah. And like the, the, the museum was open and like the museum out. was mugged. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like more than just robbed. It was like, and it's bonkers because two years later they found the, the paintings with pretty much minimal damage and nobody's people are like, why the hell did they even bother stealing it? Do you think it's just for the the? Oh my god! What if I'm gonna go crazy conspiracy theory? Mm-hmm. What if there is a group of very wealthy people who are playing like it's like a game, like oh, like a um, what do you call that when you do that scavenger hunt? 
Yeah, like that. I mean, that's possible. I know. I'm not putting anything past anybody. These but days. presumably, if you're playing a game, you want the prize. And if you're yeah, but holding- it's like just check check it off the list. But what if the prize the thing wasn't to actually get that? It was like steal a priceless art, like do a yeah. high, like straight up daytime rob a bank. Okay, but then what? It do was you like get truth or dare. That? This was rich guy truth or dare. <laughs> that's it with the crew. Well, that freaking That's thing is worth $120 million, so they should have just sold it. They're rich guys. They don't even care. Right. That's not part of the game. They don't even care. They're like, I make that. Sarah's one- creating um, museum uh-huh. fan fiction right now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I do find oh. that whole... Because we experience this a lot with um, you know antiquities, biblical artifacts, things like that. And there's a black market for those items. But mm-hmm. it always sort of baffles me because then what? Then you get it and then what? Would you just stare at it? Because you can't tell anyone you have it. Yeah, it's. I think it's like the same. It falls maybe into the same category as like... it Because it feels kind of narcissistic, right? Yeah. Like I feel like it's like big cats and oh. and that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, ha ha, look what I have that you don't have. <laughs> Right. Yeah, maybe, but they can't it's brag like a, too much like a or they'll big, go to jail. Well, yeah, but but I oh gosh, I, yeah, I bet with the in big their, cats, in right, they like the right, showing those off. Yeah, but like I, I think in the bigger, maybe in in different circles, like mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. Well, at any rate, they caught the the librarian, but mm-hmm. I'm annoyed because this was eight million dollars theft, and and really they're irreplaceable. Like, Irreplaceable. So. That's the really, that's the sad part. That's and all I like, thought was like a oh, few oh years God. of home, what do you call that? Home arrest? House arrest? No. Yeah. No. Well, he was white, Sarah. Oh, my, well. Right. Do you think this falls into the same, this is like in the same, mm, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, for the same reason that the people who damage the, the artifacts at museums don't get in trouble? Yeah. Like it's high society crimes. What the actual fuck? I feel like if anything, he should be like, like, uh, uh, employee. Th- well, no, that's just like grounds for termination. Well, I don't know. Well, whatever. I, I mean, feel like if you were like stealing from, if you worked at an office <laughs> and you stole all of the staplers, yeah, and you were like selling all the st- all the office supplies off. Mm-hmm. Don't you think they would arrest you or like you would get charged with like grand theft and like maybe not the maybe not for office supplies but like a computer if it all added yeah. up to like yeah. a shit ton of money and you mm-hmm. were like yeah that's why I kind of upped it because like you know I think you should yeah yeah I do too this seems crazy that he didn't get <sighs> It's like white collar crime it's a wink you know Oh my god What a doofus What a doofus Anyway I'm just glad they found that stuff. And mm-hmm. and it sucks for the people who then bought it not knowing it was stolen because then they don't get to keep it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What do you yeah. think they do? Do they give them their money back? How's that work? I'm, I'm, I don't think there's so. There's got to be rules for this. Yeah, uh, I think yes. <laughs> and here's why. Because when I had my scooter stolen, <laughs> yeah. I was, had the option of filing a claim to get reimbursed for the price of the good. good. Even though that wasn't buying stolen property, though. 
Right. But something similar. But it's, Same. it's something that was like taken by the, like that was seized by the police mm-hmm. when they caught this guy. Yes. So, yes. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I actually think I already covered outdoor comedy. Didn't I tell you that? How, like, you need a roof to make a joke really work? No! How, like, the laughs just float up away into the air, and so it's, like, not the same. Oh, and I it, feel like maybe we talked about this, but, like, not really in, like, that way. But, yeah, we oh probably got God. off subject. But, like, oh. you know, because they're doing all these outdoor comedy shows, which is so great because, yeah. you know, they got to work and we got to mm-hmm. support artists and stuff like that. But, like, what they were describing is how when you're at a comedy club, there's an agreed-upon space where... It's an agreed upon space where you allow comedians to say whatever they want, but now like it's uh-huh. filthy it feels, hoo-ha talk floating into the yeah. air. Yep, and it feels too, yes. It's too I open. totally because the intimate part. That's why they love all those underground like basement cellars. It's always like the cellar, yeah. the underground, the like teeny tiny room in the back yeah like that's the, the name Bonzo of every basement. single <laughs> yes that's every single comedy club and it's the actual opposite of that in, that yeah, they're because think about it there's not even windows in comedy clubs right you know it's, it's just totally it's designed out. to hold a joke in that's <clears throat> so true it's a real bummer man it is but, like but you know f- what like Oh, no, go ahead. Go, go. I was just going to say, Matt Neroni was texting me today because he was saying Nat- Nate Bergazzi, who's one of our favorite comedians, is doing like a drive-in show in Pennsylvania, and he wanted to go, but it's about, he said $250 a car, which I get. Oh, my God. But like, that's a lot of money Yeah, for a comedy show, so that's hard. I I think that comedians should do, or if, like, as a viewer, what I really liked, um... Like, I think that doing like almost like a, like a online where it's like, just like how we do our live Q and A's kind of thing. Right. Because I I was on a show. I I was on um, a podcast or like a show, like an online show for this comedian Ian Bag, who Susie and I have seen. And he's so funny. He's like a... uh, he does crowd work, yeah. and he, he was the one who said you were wearing his favorite outfit, uh, jean shorts with, or shorts with high heels. Yes. He was, yeah, he was so funny. And I was cracking up. And when if you were like a comedian who could interact in some way with the, mm. the crowd, and I would pay for that. 
it was right. so fun. But I think you even almost have to like experience it because I it was so and like la- like hearing him laugh and and talk like interact and kind of like I mean that was one of the most uh what's the word just the most laughter I've ever seen at a comedy show when we went to his show when we went to his yeah the crowd work stuff oh my gosh we it's were dying just so funny it's so funny oh my god yeah so and you're it doesn't work in that big yeah because they were what saying they like so much of comedy is about momentum and so yes if if your joke if the the reaction of the joke kind of dissipates into the air it's hard to then build momentum off of it for your next joke and that would be really difficult right oh so, my gosh and then there's two it's it's you know what maybe it is is laughter is kind of contagious and mm-hmm. when even when you hear the at a comedy club you hear the person in the back because everything echoes right and you don't hear the person in the back laughing who might be like you know, I bet slow claps also take longer to take off in <laughs> stadiums than yeah, like you know. everything's just diluted and yeah, you have, it, it, you need like a oh gosh. Well, and think hard. about it, like the way comedy clubs are designed, the chairs sometimes are it's wall to wall people, so I don't yes. know how they're going to adjust to the new situation because even when we can go to clubs like that, it's got to be different. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Everything's going to be different, which mm-hmm. is really, well, I mean, it went to a good cause, but uh, I won a charity auction that was like uh, 10 tickets to more than that, maybe. I think it was like 10 to the Laugh Factory and like 10 to the uh, Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun to use in 2029. 20, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. It's going to be a long haul for sure. Yeah. I ho- hope they don't expire. <laughs> Um, I also, I read a great article that was about, um, sort of the complexities of translating words, which always fascinates me. Oh yes. And how I think about that words a lot. Right. It's a weird thing to say, but maybe other people are with me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm, I think about words because all they are are symbols. Yes. And that is weird to me because if you really unpack that, even without me getting stony, that's weird. Sober as a judge, it's still interesting. Yes. And that you assume sort of like, okay, this is a table, so that that's our word for it, and it's whatever other word in this other language. A mesa. But, but it's not, it doesn't work like that. And it's very hard sometimes to find words that translate universally. And so they were uh-huh. doing this study about like what words work well universally and what don't. And so words that have huh. meaningful associations with each other, like they gave the example of the word beautiful, they do these these graphs where they can find like kind of like charts of uh-huh. association. So like yeah. the word beautiful yeah. has some overlap with words like love and delicate and they just sort of, there are some, uh, there's some movement there between them mm-hmm. and they're harder to translate, whereas Words that refer to numbers and professions. Uh-huh. Where it's something abstract versus... Um, Concrete. Like, yeah. Yeah. Professions, quantities, calendar dates, and kinship, Qua- like my mom, that? my dad. Yeah. Well, no, even like qualitative. 
Mm-hmm. No, quantitative. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. interesting words that referred to animals, food, and emotions were less well matched in meaning. And which seems weird to me that an animal. Less well. Right. Yeah. What you, less well matched in meaning. Right. So they don't have as much of that connection or association. Right, right, right. Yep, yeah. And then researchers found their algorithm could correctly predict how easily two languages could be translated based on how similar the cultures were. Oh. Oh. Which is so fun because you think it wouldn't matter, but it does. <sighs> Because it's our relationship with something, yes, which is kind of cultural or yeah, and they or were really- even geographical, which is what develops that, and then that language is created around that. Well, and they said this is one of those things where linguists sort of knew this to be true, but wow. they couldn't yeah. figure out a way to test it, and so that's why they found this um, the semantic associations to be so helpful because wow. it showed what the what the relationship was and why it worked and why it didn't. So they're just happy that they have confirmation. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, like the dreams of yeah. like, yeah, we, we think that's what it is, but now we can actually now show you know what's... It. That, and that can then it's. help us. It can help us communicate globally if we know what works and what doesn't better. Yeah, so that cool. you, like we might have to translate something in a different way for a culture that is very different. Yeah, from our own. Which, yeah. Don't you wonder that? Like whenever I always, I'm kind of obsessed with uncontacted peoples. Uh, yeah. And I always imagine what if you were in a situation where you had to try to communicate with people oh, who had right. no frame of reference and like, vice versa. Right, mm. because then that's exactly there. Is like because if all language is a, a symbol for like how we interact with whatever the item is or whatever the concept is. And we're meeting another culture that interacts with that symbol or that item or similar thing differently than we do. Mm -hmm. Then we'll develop a different relationship with that and it'll be more difficult to translate. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's just sort of one of those things where it's like, okay, good to know because then you can work with that information. Yes. So there you go. Love it. And lastly, I just wanted to say there was a, um, an article in the New York times by Jen Guntner. She's a gynecologist and she's always like dealing with trolls on Twitter and stuff, but she's great because she was talking about the song. I I don't even know if it's, is it WAP? W-A-P? Suze, I have this written down as something to talk to you about. I have a whole, we have so much to talk about. We do. Are you, we have to unpack. Yes. Yeah. I figured. Of course I do. And I have like a million arguments for why and I love everything about it and yeah. Well, I just loved how she she used the song as an entry point to talk about women's bodies yes, and how men like to shame women if they're too wet, not wet enough, um, don't orgasm quickly, orgasm too quickly. And mm-hmm. so she sort of acts as this mediator of like, here's what's actually normal and here's why you mm-hmm. shouldn't put up with that <gasps> bullshit. Good. Because, you know, the reaction to that song has been ridiculous from conservatives ridiculous. who are clutching their pearls about it. Meanwhile, Come it's like, on. have you heard literally any Rolling Stones song ever? Any song ever. Period. <laughs> Period. Right. I can give you a million examples. And then if people are like, oh, but what if children hear it? 
Well, what, what if, if children watch porn? It's not made for them. <laughs> we shouldn't just not have it. It's not for them. Yeah. Right. I, Good I'm, point. She's not the preschool teacher. Yeah, right. And if she were and she did that on the side, it still wouldn't ma- matter. Just don't do it in front of a kid. Exactly. I just love that. I love that we can use these sort of pop culture references to, yes. you know, teach people about their bodies or about yes. whatever is of importance. Yes. And also to say like, no, you don't get to decide what turns us on or makes us right. happy or that we're into, period. Right. right. So that and I say it gives permission to mm-hmm. enjoy that stuff to women who maybe were like, Oh my gosh. It, it's like, yeah, we got a lot of work to do to like right. shed some of the shame. Right. So because for women's, sake. women's desire is always policed and it's oh, a bunch of bullshit. Gosh. Bunch of bullshit. And so, you know, I love anything that sort of fights against that norm. Yes. Get so that's all. it. That's my uh, speeches for you all today. I hope yep. you enjoyed. I love it. And I love you. Let's wind it down. You. We forgot to do that last time. I know. Oh, because we had a well, guest. That's why. we had a guest, yeah. which was, I love that. We learned but a lot today. Learned, we learned so much. We learned about birds getting high, <laughs> singing some jazzy tunes. Yes. We, we learned, learned. Well, I really like the song that you sang, like the tweet, oh, the tweet song. My, my tweet scatting. Yeah. So. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, sis. I recommended a fantastic movie called Action Park, which I really I, want you to watch. Can't wait to watch that. Promise me you'll um, watch. Yes. I was just going to say, we, we learned about terrifying roller coasters and, and things. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, but that is Death that. traps. Oh, uh, yep. We learned about and, uh, water on ducks in their buttholes. Oh, my gosh. I've already blocked it from my mind. So, and, yep. Thank you for reminding me about duckies anal glands and then like book heists we did like that insanity and how like don't steal uh, books people the punishment did not not fit fit the the crime crime. and like they were way too lenient so like fuck that yeah so in in, to to fight back you should probably join our book club join it because that's like the only thing we can do well, just read some more books. And it's great because it. it's um you can pay whatever you're comfortable with, one dollar or more, whatever Sliding you want. Sliding scale. Sliding scale. Reading there should not be income exclusive. Right. And we have Zoom oh, meetings every month. And we love you so guys. So much fun. Love you guys so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.